speaks of there, there's nothing, there's nothing stand between us. There's nothing that separates me from my God and never, ever, ever will. You know. And, and just and, and that final piece, you know, it just reminds me every time I'm always taken back to the Sea of Galilee. You know that? When I sing it, I'm always taken back to the Sea of Galilee. The storm is raging all around us, you know. Raging all around us, and the waves are breaking in, and people are getting fearful, and people are beginning to stress out. Someone might even cry out, Don't you care that we're perishing? Someone might let those words come forth from their heart, you know. And Je- but Jesus is always in the boat, isn't he? This is what I love. He stands up in the boat, and this is my mental image of it. He stands up in the boat in the midst of this raging storm, surrounded by these fearful people. He lifts his hands above the creation, and he says, Peace be still. Peace be still. And in that moment, the creation is muzzled. And this is the scene that I love. Not that. The next scene I love is when the disciples are sitting in the boat, you and I, and you look up with awe and wonder, and you say those words. What manner of man is this? You know, in other words, who else? Who else can command the creation? Who else has the power over it? That's why nothing stands between us. That's why there's nowhere else to go. The one, as Steve said, spoke this creation into being is the one who dwells within your heart, child of God. He's the one who brings you peace. He's the one who brings you assurance. He's the one who assures you that you'll never never take one step alone in this world. And that's why we're always praising Him. It doesn't matter if we're at the top of the valley or at the top of the hill or in in the depths of the valley. It doesn't matter. You know, David knew that, didn't he? Though I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. Thou art with me. I'm never alone. This is the joy of the Christian life. We are never alone. We were created to be relational beings in relationship with the God of creation. That's how we were created. But man fell. Man willfully sinned. Man separated himself from that creator. And God has made a way for you to be with him again. That's the glory of the Christian faith. It's the wonder of it all. Never alone. That's what man needs to know, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know about you, I don't I love that. Yes. I love worshiping God, the God of creation. He is with me now and with you now. I said it all. Did we mention the wedding? We didn't mention the wedding. We had a great wedding yesterday. Um, Angus and Kimberly. You will notice there are no fifers in the building. Um, and their family, none of them are around today, but how wonderful it was to see them. Uh, it was, it was just precious. You know, there's nothing like a Christian wedding. Nothing like being able to say that God is the heart of this family that has been formed, that God will go before this family that is formed, that God will lead them and bless them and guide them, and to be able to say with absolute confidence, Knowing that there is richness before them. That's, that's a wet, isn't it? Yeah, it was great. It was a great lesson. Um, I was given one instruction, and that was to warn people not to post anything online. I forgot. Did anybody see anything online? <laughs> Are you too? Too late. <laughs> oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> it wasn't from Kimberly, was it? Help me out. Say it was Kimberly. No, I'm in trouble. All right. I'll take that when I see you. How are you all? Well? Week's gone okay? God is good? We just sang it. God's on the throne. He's with us. 
Jesus said, I'll never, uh, I'm sorry, in the book of Hebrews, it's been said, our heritage may be, doesn't matter what lineage we have, it doesn't matter how important we might be in the eyes of man, everybody, everybody stands on equal ground at the foot of the cross, everybody is a sinner, everybody needs forgiveness, everybody is guilty, and that's what the first three and a half chapters of Romans declares, gloriously we come into the fourth chapter and we begin to hear about justification by faith in the grace of God and this wonderful this wonderful justification that uh, mankind there's a veil to mankind which is apart from the law Paul tells us and that that simply means that there is nothing that we can do in and of ourselves whereby we can commend ourselves to God that God has to or should accept us no there's nothing that we can do Steve quoted it for all have sinned all have fallen short of the glory of God none is righteous no not one we're told that and we know that but there is a there is a justification there is a righteousness that is apart from the law, in other words, apart from the good deeds that you can ever do, and that is through faith in Jesus Christ, the perfect one has come, and the perfect one has given his life as a substitute for you and I, and by placing faith in the in that substitute, in that forgiveness that is availed through his death upon the cross, you are made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And Romans chapter 4 gloriously develops that for us. And when we come to the fifth chapter where we are this morning, begins to talk about the benefits of that justification. But you know what? It took me, I'm sure I've said this before, it took me 25 years, because um, now I'm 26, right? <laughs> it took me 25 years to find out that I needed to be saved and 25 years to find out how I could be saved. You know, I stop and I think about my life and I, and I look back, you know. Um, I went to church 